Just enough to fill the gun on the holster Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze City skylines, we're puffing on some trees Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda Made back, front of the building with the chauffeur And he waiting on me Got a bullet in his hands and my name in the seats No gift, baby, no thanks No chinchillas, baby, so what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks Talk to crazy, he talks to me Keep my business out the streets It's the ARC, uh Welcome to the show. This is an ASMR thing. We are live on YouTube. Oh, Crazy Boogie's here. I'm here. Uh, Jayla will join us shortly. And today we have some heavy topics. Woo! So me and Crazy, we had to. Pull and the God line. is here. Who the fuck? We, we, had to, we, we had to pull that lifeline, and we had to call the all wise and all knowing cousin Gene. So Yo, his name on this show is Cousin Gene. Cousin Gene. So whenever we have an argument, Cousin Gene's going to settle it, all right? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. And it's a good thing that you, you're on, Cousin Gene, because lately I've been feeling like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what I'm doing on this podcast. Like, Rick, Rick's views are problematic. You know, Jayla doesn't let me talk sometimes. Damn. Um, Justin doesn't answer my texts. <laughs> hey, come on now. I Justin, Justin I is that know. true? Justin. Nah, I, I talk on the on the thing. Okay. Um, All right. All right. But I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're here. We needed uh another sane voice in here. I trust you. And, oh, so you you I'll do, trust I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Thank you. I know you will. So uh, for some reason. Hold on. The thing is in the gallery view on YouTube. Gallery view. Yeah, that that's I mean the speaker view. So when you guys talk, whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll just do this episode like this. So uh last week actually crazy, you want to do the 90 day thing first? Or you want to wait till Jayla gets? I think uh we should we should wait for Jayla. Wait for Jayla. All right. Well, so last week we were having a conversation and um, Crazy is trying to make a point that I feel is super valid. And we had a conversation off screen about it. Um, so we decided to bring that topic back. And it is canceled. I mean, yeah, I think that um, in general, right? So first of all, the Rick H show, uh, I think we, we typically are on the right side of history i believe right like we, we more or less, sometimes um, well you are most of the time and i think that that's that's the the framework that i want to start with because like yo all right so like last week right the, yes. the conversation was around uh, dr seuss right yeah gene do you hear about the dr seuss shit i have no idea i've never heard it so right, elaborate so, so dr seuss um it was circulating around last week and you know what's crazy rick that i found out during the week that it was it was really something that was being perpetuated by like Fox News, um, to kind of like. And it's it's not. It, well, I, the, I actually saw a story because I didn't know anything about it. Crazy told me about it last week. So the company is removing six books out of the. Yeah. That's basically what it is. It's not like 
there's a freaking march or like holding up signs like yo I'm so people were you know, like things were circulating last week on, on social media around uh, uh dr seuss being canceled right yes i thought it was hilarious right because <laughs> um dr seuss has been dead for a while right number one yes so i'm sure he don't give a fuck that he's canceled <laughs> um I also think that he's like a crazy racist dude. And so like yeah. that he's canceled. But a, a lot of people were like, nah, that's crazy. I'm gonna take my kids' books away from me. That crazy <laughs> bugging. And I'm you know, so I brought it up. I'm like, yo, we gotta talk about this Dr. Seuss being canceled shit, because I think that that's just comical. And I and I don't believe that cancel culture exists. No. I don't believe that shit is actually I no. want you to tell me. This is, I'm, I'm going to let Jayla in. So originally I thought cancel culture was actually like a thing and that uh, Jayla's welcoming us. Jayla, meet the all-wise, all-knowing cousin Gene who's joining us today on the Rick Gay Show. In the mix. Hi. Hello. So to finish my point, I thought cancel culture was a thing. And my point of view was like, yo, we're getting a little oversensitive, you know, canceling everything. And then Craze and I had a conversation. And Craig showed me the light. So, I mean, just what what does that mean to you? Because I feel like last week I didn't really get an answer from anybody else. To, like- uh, to be frank, uh, I once you guys mentioned cancel cancel culture, I kind of looked up a little, kind of like so I can put myself up to speed to see what it was about. Uh, I think it's very much a thing now. I think people are really quick to point the finger and not remember that. A lot of stuff that they're going at is from a different generation. For example, Dr. Seuss. If you're still giving your kids Dr. Seuss book, come on, move up. It's a millennium. Come on. There's new thinking. Dinosaurs at one point looked one way. Now they look the other. We had different planets before. We have another. You're going to still keep giving them old textbooks? That's while, it was, while he holds a good part, a part of our culture, sometimes you got to move on. Wait, of whose culture, though? So this is the thing, right? American um, culture. American okay. culture. Okay. So, Crace, could you explain to Gene why? Because I felt the same way. Like, when you look it up, you're like, damn, these people are getting crazy, you know, trying to cancel Aziz and Zari, trying to cancel this, trying to cancel that. But, Crace, explain to Gene. But who exactly is they? Who is they? That's my also. And I saw in Fox News that they were the ones that were really talking about it because I saw a clip on. Uh, Last week with John Oliver, which I love, by the way. And the dude even mentioned the wrong book. And in, in I forgot the guy's name from Fox. Um, uh, Sean Hannity. <laughs> I love that dude, bro. Um, listen, Gene, the shit is that. Look, my, my view, bro, is that cancel culture as a thing that is not actually something that exists, right? It's like a dog whistle, right? Like it's something that people use to say, to defend shit that they like that is problematic mm-hmm. right like you like some shit that shit's kind of whack to most people and you want to defend it so then you're like yo you want to cancel everything y'all can't try to cancel the things that i love and it's like no you just like some shit that's whack and if you want to still support it you can still support it like i feel like bro there's people r kelly gets fan- i was about to say that same thing r kelly, fan. R. kelly gets fan mail in jail bro you feel me and like everybody knows what's up. You get what I, you get what I'm trying to say? I don't really think that it exists. I think it's like subjective. I think people 
I think it's bullshit. Let's go over the examples, Grace, because this this is what brought it to light to me. I just feel like people are just taking advantage of what cancel culture is to like find their own like excuses for everything, like Grace was saying. So it just it sucks because we do live in a world of like you know we've always seen the bandwagon people. We talk a lot about it, you know, like in sports and stuff like that. But now we're just like a bandwagon culture. And everybody's like, oh, if this is cool, I want it. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody got Louis, I'm going to get Louis. Like, you know, whether you could afford it or not, whether that's in your, like, being realistic, that's that's the perception that the world gives out now that people are falling into a trap into. So crazy. Thank you, Jenna, for uh, giving us your explanation from the palm trees. That's yeah. not behind your house. I hate you. <laughs> um, but let's go over the example, Craze. Let's 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 clarify this photo a little further. So, name some people that you think that have been canceled, Gene. That I think that have been canceled. Yeah, off the top of my head, I'm gonna say R. Kelly. Yeah. Um, and that's the sh- so to me. I first of all, I feel like R. Kelly wasn't canceled, and and at the same time. R. Kelly also is a convicted rapist, right? So like, he's in- um, so that's a gonna, crime. Yeah, I was gonna throw in one of our one of our childhood favorites, which as an adult, even I have turned my my back on him, uh, Hulk Hogan. Oh. oh, I mean, but is he canceled? Though? <laughs> yeah, so- well, WWE is funny, though. Be like, nah, man, we don't want none of that this bad publicity, and then they'll wait a few. Years and I'm like, how, let's bring him back. Everybody <laughs> forgot about the racist shit that said a few years ago. But that's my point. My point is that he'll be back, and right now he could go and do Trump rallies and uh MAGA um shit and Proud Boy rallies, and he's getting paid. Like I'm sure he's out there doing appearances <laughs> somewhere. You know, Hulk Hogan was a good one team. We we didn't. Yeah, I was about to that. throw Kanye in there, but uh, you know. But what I'm saying is like. Those are not to me. I feel like Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan businesses are making money. Hulk Hogan's selling merchandise right now. Uh, I feel like I I don't see him as canceled. I feel like I, I saw I've seen him do shit online that people are applauding and supporting. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there's not really an example. Well, to go with your argument about it not being a real thing, while everybody was like appalled by Hulk Hogan and the whole thing. Then you go ahead and you see his page and he's there posting pictures of a black guy, a fan, hugging them. And you see pictures of him in the past there with Mr. T as his, as his uh, tag team partner and stuff like that. Yet, he did say that, what he said, and they have proof, man. He really did say that, and they even what have proof. That? What okay. I'm uh, is, I would uh, never... Michael Richards craze from Seinfeld. Another person oh. that, that I think that he... The timing of his shit, you know, was already. I don't think he had a much of a career to to for that at that moment. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he had already done what he was gonna do, and people were just not gonna like. I think if he would have, if he would have been at the peak Seinfeld time, and and that shit would have came out, I think he might have survived it and gone on, and gone on to do uh, different shit without it being a thing. You get what I'm saying? I feel Talk like about the the burning of the flag. No, 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 no. He, he was a doing thing. a set on uh, in the what's the name of the fam- the comedy store in LA. He did a whole racist set and, and somebody recorded it. Yeah. Oh, that factory. Um. Yeah. 
Yeah. What I'm saying is that he was already done. You get what I'm saying? Like he didn't have that support at that time anyway. And so it wasn't like and he he's was, still getting paid because they got a lot of money from and he's still home. getting paid, is what I'm saying. Like those checks aims never getting canceled. He still gets his money. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, like, I guess my shit is like, what what do people define as being canceled? If it's like you did something whack, so nobody wants to fuck with you. To then- be honest, my understanding is it's some form of boycott. It's just a form of boycott. And, really? All right. And for every person that's boycotting, I, I believe that there's another person that supports. Come right. on, man. If this if that actually goes through, think about our own president, former president. That man should have been gone. And he stayed there. Despite the 75 million voters. Despite all the blatant shit that he was doing. Did he get canceled? No. No. Only on CNN. Not even. Because they were still talking about him every fucking day, bro. They've been talking about that dude for the past. Well, he technically got canceled when they, they burned all his social media stuff. They took him down. Yeah, but he canceled his Twitter account. He's still not. He's still canceled. That was still not canceled. Terrorism. Yeah, but he's, but he's still pretty not much. That's a that's the way he got canceled. He's still but, not canceled because seventy five million people love him and tune in to watch whenever he comes on. I guess what I'm saying is including like, Jayla's home state of Florida. I, I feel like the examples of the most, the most valid examples that people try to bring up are things where people have committed crimes, and to me, it's like, bro. If somebody committed a crime and they're in jail, that's a different situation than canceled, right? Like that is. But even in those, because uh, well, my bad, Chris. Wesley Snipes got arrested. He went to jail and he's not canceled. Michael Vick. Oh, Michael Vick. Michael Vick was killing dogs and he did his bit, came out. He played in the NFL again. So it's canceled temporarily. But there's no what you're what you're trying to get at is a. Uh, initially, there's no ultimatums. That there's no there's no they that can cancel anyone. Like there's no ultimate authority of power that can cancel anyone. That really, what it boils down to is whether you have people that support you or not. And if you have people that support you, you be you cancel proof. You feel me? Like it's gonna no one is ever gonna be able to cancel you because people eventually support you. Now, if people stop supporting you, right? You have to look at maybe why they stop supporting you. Like a lot of people are like, yo, you know what? We can't fuck with this person. Maybe it's not canceling. Maybe it's you're being held accountable for some whack shit that you fucking did, you know? And so like when people talk to me about like Pepe Le Pew, right? That's the new shit. I'm like, bro, first and foremost, I feel like that uh, that character is not even like a main fucking Looney Tunes character. He's like a fucking peripheral uh, Looney Tunes. Uh, character so what are they think, saying about but it? he was he was funny oh uh, that it he was, was funny it was funny because we as kids we were conditioned to think that sexually harassing women was funny now as a society we think that that shit's not that funny and so what i'm saying is like who gives a shit if pepe Le Pew goes away like who loses who the fuck is gonna be missing something and it's not so like somebody's the- canceling him it's the company that produces yeah they're the making a business decision, decision. To be like, you know what? We don't think it's profitable to continue to perpetuate sexual harassment. And so we're going to stop doing that by taking this character out the paint. Who gives a shit? They should do it and we should support it. And everybody should stop crying about being canceled. People are actually mad of them getting rid of him. Yes. 
And but even and, as a kid, I knew that was wrong. <laughs> we got another one for you. So Space Jam 2 is coming out. Hey. And they reimagined Lola Bunny. So the original Lola Bunny from Space Jam. He was too sexualized. Was more sexualized. And then the one that they're doing now is more toned down. So that was the other uproar. I mean, cartoons. That, this well, so. that, that original the, the thing is that the thing <laughs> wait, with wait, the wait. Looney Tunes and all that stuff is that they have to remember didn't it originally wasn't a show. It was a, an adult show for adult misogynistic men who made the who really but, were the ones that watched the show and made the show. So that's, and made the show. But well, crazy, say what you were gonna say because I, I think that, you got cut off. No, I think that the original Lola Bunny was bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that if if these if like the new Space Jam <laughs> Lola Bunny, holla craze. Yo, the old one. <laughs> um, the thing is that if this if this cartoon is for kids, right, then she don't need to be bad. Like she don't need to be sexy like that. It's cool. I feel like it's fine. Wait, you I found you you fun. found her sexy, craze? Wait, this people the old one. About that shit too. Listen, bro, I think that cartoon, the only cartoon that I think was bad, like, was actually sexy. Y'all remember that cartoon? What was that movie that was like a... Uh, Is it Jessica Rabbit from Roger Rabbit? No. Is that what you're going to go to? No, no, no. It, it was I'm a shocked movie. they never canceled her. So now we got now, now to... She's, based on, a no- right? she's <laughs> based on a novel, Ray. <laughs> They're gonna have to an adult novel. That's why Roger Rabbit is not a kid's movie. movie. There was a movie that was. It was like a a Toontown or some shit like that. Oh, you're talking about Cool World. Cool World. Yeah. That's with with Brad Pitt. Yeah. You're talking about with Brad Pitt. Um, what's the name of this? Is it the the lady that played uh, Vicky Vale? Is it Kim Basinger? Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bad cartoon animated show right there. Um, that was an no, adult movie. That, that's, that's, <laughs> that's about to get canceled. Nah, but that was an adult movie. Damn, Gene was right. Kim Basinger, Brad Pitt, uh, Gabriel Burns. Um, there's a couple people in this movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Can you believe about this? Check this out. Can you believe that was one of my favorite childhood movies? Favorite what movies? Childhood movies. I saw that shit as a cool kid. World. Came yes. out in 1992. So Gene must have been uh, 83. Uh, I don't know the year. Well, what year did it come out? Math right now. Man. I don't Nine, know. I'm off in my math. Was 93? 93? 92? I was like five. eight. I was eight years old. Yeah, nine or eight years old. Jayla, did you say five? Nice. Damn, no. the Florida, the public, the Florida, the Florida public school. Oh, you said you were five. I thought you said Gene was five. I was about to say the Florida public school system is not, not helping Jayla if she got five out of that. I'm trying to play Jayla like that. Wow. Give me a little bit more credit, Rick. So uh, another discussion that happens today and starts today while she's in her palm trees right there. Yeah. Uh, I was just on a live with Tommy, 5K, and Ivan Manito, and we announced to the world that Jayla's 90-day journey starts tonight. Tonight. So I figured we would break down what we're looking for tonight uh, in a small segment. Yeah, what, what is, we got to find out from Jayla. What is it? That Specifically, you um, you're not getting paid. First of all, these are some disclaimers. You're not getting played, uh, paid. You might be coming to the U.S. for 90 right. days on a K-1 visa. Um, and if you're in it for love. If, if you, you have money, though, is a plus, though. Right, Jayla? Is, is that? Can we say that? Hell yeah. Of course it's a plus. <laughs> 
All baseball players must apply. <laughs> the only twist is all the candidates have to go through me and Craze Boogie. So you just want to scream. We want to make sure that we don't yeah. get any weirdos. You don't want, mm-hmm. you know. But um, but yeah, I think that I think we might have to take a trip out there. We have to shoot an episode of the shoot a couple of gorilla style. Hey, my birthday's coming episode. up. My birthday's coming up in April. I wouldn't mind going to DR. <laughs> what? Yo, we might have to go. John, so okay. John is ready, bro. I told him. You know, I didn't tell him. I didn't promise him anything. I was just like, yo, look, I might have somebody that wants to meet you. You know? So I need he, somebody tall, and at least they gotta know how to dance some deepy on some bachata, por lo menos. Okay. I'm a, Rick, we gotta put the videos up on this. Yes. At least one of the videos uh, of my man Chan. Shout, Shout out to, to Chan Jeffrey. Chan Wait. number one. Ooh, Jeffrey. Ooh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Sunny Chan. Some uh, suggestions as well in my DMs. Nah, nah, nah. So Jeff, like, Jeff gotta send it to us at the Rick A Show. He gotta DM it to us. He uh, gotta go through us. We're gonna scream. He what sent me something though. He sent me. I, I thought it was pretty funny that what Jeff sent me. I thought that was hilarious. But the number one candidate right now that's in first place is Chang. Shout out to Chang and yeah. Craves in the middle of giving us a little details of who Chang is. You know, Chang's a very uh, family oriented gentleman. Boom. Okay. Uh, he's in. He's, uh, he knows how to drive. That's he knows important. how to dance. He's in. Um, he's in the spring. You know, of his uh, of his forties. He's, a, he's, he's in the spring of his 40s. Okay. He's a 44 years old. And uh, he's, a, he's a very caring, loving person. He takes care of his mom. Uh, oh. And uh, he's a great dancer. Uh, he was a little bit of a hoe back in the day, but now he's... Um, he's a reformed man. And I think he's just looking for love. You know, he's just a simple guy from Santiago. Shout out my hometown, Ibaje. Uh, out there. I'm just looking for love. He's looking for what love. Is, I, know wait, that, is, I know that you're looking for love. I'm looking for love. I'm just trying to help you connect. You I'm know? just looking is, for Jayla too. You know, he's a jack of all trades. He does many things. Uh, he's a driver sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he was a narco in a previous life. Wasn't he like some like a DJ Body one guard. time? Bodyguard. Yeah, he, he he promoted. Uh, he managed a restaurant, La Puerta del Sol, in the middle of Santiago. He actually. Yep. Did. He knows uh, all the spots, by the way. And then wasn't he, he a choreographer know. too? He actually did do choreography back in the day. There you go. So I can't stand John is John. <laughs> actual is like these are actual know. facts. Like, yeah, these are facts. I'm only saying them because I'm like, yeah, is this the same one that, that I know? Yeah, it's Chan. When I was younger, Chan. my guy it's Chan. Chan. So, the man. Oh, so you know who Chan is, though. Yeah, of course. Cousin Gene is the all-wise, all-knowing cousin <laughs> Gene. He only comes on the show for special episodes. So he came on when we did a wrestling episode, and now he's back. He's cousin Gene. He's so, he's Rick's cousin. cousin and my cousin, even though me and Rick are not related. So yeah, figure that one out. So uh, uh, at the beginning of the show, I didn't do the birthday shout out. So happy birthday to Cryptic. It was his birthday a couple days ago. Uh, yeah, happy birthday, Cryptic. Happy birthday uh, to my boy, the mayor. It's on actually March 12th. Uh, happy birthday oh. to C's Perez. Um, oh. happy, birthday, birthday. Happy, happy birthday to Nectar, Nectar Martinez. Whoa. Uh, to Nectar. Whoa uh, there's a lot of uh, March babies. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday to Noel. Happy birthday I to see. Noel. I see. Uh, from him and cough. Happy oh. birthday to my baby sister, who was his birthday yesterday. She turned 27. And oh, happy birthday motherfucking 21st birthday to my baby brother Arian 
legally drink now. 21 years old. So happy birthday, A bomb. Um, I think there's somebody 21? else. He's 21 years old. Yes, yeah, crazy. He's 21. He was born in 2000, so it's yeah. easy to know his age. Um, I think I'm forgetting somebody. If I did, I'm so. Oh, oh, my man. Oh, happy birthday, oh. Old De Niro? Old De Niro. Oh, my God. So, so we're back with the 90-day. I mean, age requires... We already got... So Jayla said money's a plus. Um, money's a plus. I make my own money. Dancing. Uh-huh. Dancing. Money, dancing. She says she, she likes... It is a good thing. What? Family-oriented. Family-oriented. Right. I mean, this he Chang crosses all these. Uh, hey, look, he's checking a lot of boxes. Right now. A lot of boxes. I know you like you like more caramel brothers. You know, Chang. Well, I don't know. Chang's gonna be like my type. You know, it's all about chemistry, energy. Nah, he's he's got some great energy. If you meet him, I think you'll feel differently. But honestly, so. I think we gotta we gotta keep your options open. We just want to get a baseline for the things that you're looking for. So I put out the age between the ages of 25 and 100. I think 100. Little <laughs> no, but hear me out. Hear yeah. me out. Hear me out. We don't want to disqualify some very good candidates. So um, there might be somebody who's 76. What would you say your threshold? <laughs> What's your threshold? I need them to be able to keep up with my stamina. 60? Jada. Jada. My parents are 55. So, like, let's be realistic. Okay, so less than your parents. But if you brought home a 60-year-old that don't look like he's 60, right? And he got his shit together. And his father's like... like, Huh? He better look like Nicky Jam of the Rock. Nicky Jam Jam of the Rock? 55 years old. (laughs) Nicky Jam is old. Yeah, Nicky Jam is old, man. How old is the Rock? The Rock got to be... I think he's 47. Yeah, he's in his his late 40s. About to drop 50. You yeah. like Nicky Jam? I think Nicky Jam and Chang did a song together back in the day. I'm pretty sure. There you go. First of all, Nicky Jam and the I Rock. Think I saw that. Different. He's the Rock is 48. Nicky Jam and the Rock are are like two different looking dudes. Like so, we could keep the 25 and 100. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Look, we'll we'll put it down. I'm. I would say our, my recommendation is to give yourself a 25 year. Uh, you know, buffer. So I would say 20, uh, you know, 25 to 50. The oldest guy I've ever dated was 46. Exactly. 50. When was this? Was this recently? And that was like four years ago. So 50. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's a yes, right? I mean, 25 to 50, Rick. I'm going to leave the 100 there. Because <laughs> I think Rick got one of his deals that's like 87 years old. He's like, yo, I, I'm gonna sneak this dude in here. Rick. I'm just he, saying on he Insta- got Gates money and no, you know, no, nobody to act, like you know, take take listen, listen to me. You, when we have an EMT on standby, when we're talking 45 and over, these men got their money right already. Can I choose? Can I choose their caretaker too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did y'all see that movie on uh on uh, Netflix that was on? The um I care a lot. Y'all seen that? Yes, yes. So this Not, is part- I haven't yet. I have it on my list. Uh, so I don't want to spoil it for Gene. But- yeah. I don't worry about it. 
I would watch it anyway. All right. So I'm not one of those people. I think I mentioned this last week or two weeks ago. It's basically about a woman that she, uh, a doctor tells her, oh, you know, you could get this patient. This patient's financially well off. And they, what they do is they have an emergency hearing. This is a real thing, by the way. And they go to the courts and a person is assigned. It's about guardianship. Yeah, to be your guardian. So they, 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 they're in charge of all your money, all your property. Um, they're in charge of whatever medication you get when, if they put you in an old folks home and all that. Because basically you're a threat to yourself and you can't take care of yourself. So that's the premises of the movie. It's pretty good, though. Those people it's never heard of Hispanic people. Yo. Hi. It's the same shit that uh, the whole Britney Spears thing, bro. Like that. Um, oh yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Jayla. No, I said conservative ships when people just take full control of your life. Yes, and I think that's that's like a bugged out thing, and it's hard to get out of those. So if you're like uh, like Britney Spears, who's it's like a flowers in the attic type of thing, like not like that she's ki- like a kid, but like um, whoever's taking care of her is like freaking. What's another example? And they get um, to pay themselves out of, out of your money. This movie, this movie, like Misery. Does some Misery shit start happening? I think so. I, I, it's basically like if, let's say Craze, no, better yet, let's say Jayla was like old and decrepit and she was a millionaire. And I took her to court and I controlled her money and I paid myself out of her money a salary to watch out for her. So if I went to and I wanted to take her out of her home and I put her in an old folks home, I would put her in an old folks home, right? Then I would sell everything in her house, right? And then I'll put that in the, because remember, this person is going to get continually paid for supposedly taking care of that person. So. Yeah, you basically set up like a trust fund for yourself. So when that person. Yeah, they're basically washing old people's money. They're selling their shit, putting on an account, giving it back to themselves. Yeah, basically. So the the movie is about a woman that does that as a career. Damn. Pretty good though. I, I think good. that she reminded me of the Britney Spears um thing because that that's what I feel like that's a bug that situation. I, I don't Go know. ahead, Chris. I, I'm gonna let you finish nah, you know, your thing. Right? You know about Britney Spears? No, but explain to Gene. I don't think he's seen the. I saw it already. I saw the documentary. So yo, Gene, you should gotta check this shit out on a uh, uh, Hulu, I believe. It's um, the New York Times presents Britney Spears or some shit like that. I don't know what it's about. But it's about Britney Spears and essentially it's called Fra- Framing Britney or some shit Framing like that. Yeah. Framing Britney. So essentially, it talks about like her, like her life and like all the stuff that happened years ago. But it frames it in a different way where you're like, oh shit, you know, this is a kid that was going through all this crazy stuff and all this media shit, and it basically explains that for the last like. 10 years or more, uh, I think since 2008, 2009, she's been under a conservatorship of her dad who runs her life. Like he's the one that does all the decisions for her um, and that she basically has no like capability of doing interviews on her own. And like, there's this conspiracy theory around it though, that her fans are like, oh, that she's sending messages through her social media social media stuff about like her kind of wanting to get out of it and like different shit it's like a really weird eerie shit that's going on like there's a whole podcast right about dedicated just to that dedicated to like her instagram like 
Britney. Basically, it's like basically like Britney can't upright like say anything. Like she's not even allowed to talk type shit. So she has to send everything in like cryptic messages to her fans. Like and it's like some really crazy ass shit. I don't know how much I believe that she's sending like secret messages. I believe it. I believe it 100%. Crazy, I believe it. I think she's trying to get out of it. No, I think she's trying to get out of it. I just, I think that's the stuff that I've seen that they have uh, attributed like secret messages to. I, I think it's just Britney Spears being kind of a weirdo. You know. Honestly, like I'm thinking about how how she's portrayed herself in the past, and sorry to say, no offense to Britney Spears, but she hasn't portrayed herself as the sharpest tool in the shed. Well, I think you know. I think oh, oh. I, the shit is that I think. She that's is, how this started. Yeah, I think she is a smart person. Mm-hmm. I think that that situation made it so that... You know what I think, too, though? I don't know if you guys ever saw. There was this one... Um, this is one Turkish novella that, like, a lot of, like... like I absolutely really, didn't see it. You said Turkish and novella. You didn't say no, no, but they, they do a lot of translation in Spanish, and a lot of these Spanish stations are now playing these Turkish novelas. Yeah. And one of in one of these novelas, um, the psychiatrist purposely tries to make the girl feel crazy, and they give her these pills to go nuts, basically. Yeah, I, you so know, I, think- I could see, I could see something like that happening in that sense of like, all right, let me try to control her, but this is the way to do it. And they make it seem like she needs to take these pills, and instead of making her better, what they're doing is just making it crazy, so she they can control her. And realistically. We live in a look at the crazy ass world that we live in. That wouldn't be far fetched. That could be argued with you know, medication that has to do with neurological diseases. They tend to sometimes bring out more issues than they solve. Yeah. Now, I, look, I think there's a couple things. If you watch, Gene, I think you should watch the thing anyway because what I got from it was super interesting. Yeah. What I got from from it also was some uh, like an, another layer of. Um, what I think has been an issue the last few years in media, right? Like that was the beginning. What I saw in that documentary is that that was the beginning of like the paparazzi and the media shit going overboard. And that like that shit had an effect on Britney that people that now if you watch the thing now, the way you see it, you're like, damn, bro. Like, I feel bad for her. I couldn't imagine being like feeling like that. Like people always feel like they entitled to you for you your time to like bum rush you when you're shopping and like like i think that people see we got so used to now uh everybody walking around with a camera and so like mm-hmm. seeing a celebrity you they don't really get the same kind of bombardment that like people were getting in those days i feel like that was the peak of a like paparazzi that, the like beginning yeah paparazzi shit and i think that that shit had an effect on britney's mental health what i got from the documentary was this is that that process of going through all of that shit had a, such a crazy effect on her mental health mm-hmm. that she started doing shit so that the media would stop following her and like basically leave her alone and that that shit wound up backfiring her and her and it just made a huge craze so she just gave up she put more wood in the fire yeah, yeah basically she was going through some shit and the um that that gave the her dad an opportunity to kind of be like yo Look at how you've made a mess of all your shit. Let me take care of it. And, and you know, like, I'm going to take care of you. And then now she can't get out of that shit, you know? I think now he he controls a business. He's been making business. He's been making money off of it for a long time. And, like, in, in, what they illustrate in the shit is that 
between him and this attorney that is also assigned to it, they've kind of made millions of dollars um, as a part of it. And so he doesn't really plan on giving that shit up anytime soon because he's built a whole business, you know, around it. But um, but I think that the media shit is like what I took away from it. That that paparazzi shit was out of control, bro. They talk about the dude that got the picture of her when she shaved her head and all that shit. Yeah, that and she like, uh, and like that point where you could see they talk about it in the documentary where you could see that the point where she went and and shaved her head and got a tattoo and all of this shit, like she went and and did the shit and showed like the the cameraman and like looked out the door and winked at him, like basically showing them like look. I'm doing all of this shit. Just leave me the fuck alone. Look, y'all want to see me do crazy shit? Look, I'm going to do crazy shit. Fine, look. I feel like it it, it caused her to go, uh, to have a mental breakdown is what I what I got from the shit. That's why I found that shit kind of interesting because that shit is a real issue, I think, even today with media. Like, we, let, we have let media dictate, you know, how... That's part of the shit that we were talking about with cancel culture. I feel like people... Yeah, I was, in the, I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, it's referring right back into can, uh, cancel culture. Bro, it's media, like the idea that media tells us what we can and can't do. And it's like, you don't have to listen to media. You can do still do But it. I feel, again, Tell just, me. as an adult, you could, like, I could look at something or read something, right? Like, if I read something where it's an opinion piece, if mm. I read it, I can make my form my own opinion as an adult. Like, you have the right to, you know, where, where we're all messed up is where all these Instagram kids... Um, that don't have well I'm not this is gonna sound bad don't, but don't really don't do it <laughs> these young this younger generation where uh-huh. they feel like they need to take a picture of their breakfast or uh, they need it's to take cute. a selfie of the outfit you know they need to blow a little uh, what is have, the, the, I'm the, the fish, a whole page fish thing so they just ride waves that's what happens now. Basically, something goes on in, you know, let's say, you know, Jayla dumps a Dominican guy in the middle of her 90-day journey. That makes it onto Twitter. And then DR wants to cancel Jayla. Ooh. And if you're Dominican and you see that, you don't know the whole story, Jayla's canceled. Or, or... I think that's true, though. I was right. in a... Don't cancel me. Dominican. I was going to throw an example there that further um, makes Rick's point Uh for example, who remembers acai bowls? About a month ago or so, that was like the thing. Meanwhile, acai has been around forever. I remember acai like 10, 20, 10, 15 years ago being around. But now all of a sudden, somebody discovered it. I'm going to give big Everybody's going to be. 15 years ago, how old am I? 36 now. It got to be. I was like 20 something. Lou was the first. What year? What year? What year? I don't know. It had to be around the a little bit before GBG or during GBG. Oh. Lou had to be the first dude to be like, "Yo, I'm about to get an acai bowl." Yo, that's true. He been I on mean, he been on those things beforehand. So, I mean, acai, it, 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 about, like everything, everything is trends. You know, I think that yeah, trend. that's basically what I'm saying. People like to ride waves. Trends. I think that that's yeah. fine. I think, bro. I think riding waves is fine. I, I don't really think that this, I think we did the same thing. I think when we were when we were kids, right, we all bought into uh we all used to walk around in baggy ass forex t shirts, bro. So Yes. Like, not me. Not me. I mean, Gene, you used to walk around in uh Doc Martin boots and tank tops. I feel like that's different, all, yes. <laughs> we all have our trends. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like everybody rides the wave that they want to ride 
And I'm yeah. saying we just need we we're just more aware now. I they- still feel that us being younger when we were young, we still were able to make conscious decisions. And I think these kids are gonna be all right, bro. I think the kids that we see right now, the young, the younger generation, I, I think hope so. I they're making so, the same exact fucking mistakes that we did. They think they know more than 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 the rest of the world, than the other other generations, and they do know more than we did, bro. They have a lot more information than we did, bro. We grew up and we thought Jesus Christ was white, and we thought that the um that uh the shit that we saw in the pyramids was true. You know what I'm saying? And that like. Uh, no questions asked. So Jesus you know is not saying? white, Chris? We bought into a lot of bullshit, and we had to unlearn it. And I think that that's part of, like... Oh, Christopher Columbus discovered America. That's you know what I'm saying? Fuck that guy. And I'm saying, like, we we bought into it because... Right. All the Native Americans were wiped out. Remember that? Yo. Meanwhile, here. They, they actually <laughs> exist. <laughs> they actually exist. I've been to Native American reservations, several of them. Um, they mainly revolve around a casino down in uh, Southern California, but but I mean that's a debt that needed to be paid, and their heritage like, is there, bro. And their heritage, yeah. the, the the we we can't erase that shit. But we they tried to make us believe that that did not exist, and we believed it for many years. We believed this shit, bro. And I, what I'm saying is that these young young dudes, young uh, ladies, young folks. They're going to be all right, man. They're going to figure out more shit than we did. Because I feel like we figured out more than our parents did. They're going to figure out more than we did. Well, there's going to be a space hotel in 2027. I mean, I think that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. But if that's what people find to be the next level shit. Is it Elon Musk spearheading that? I don't know who it is, but I know that somebody decided, somebody with a lot of money decided. That sounds like Elon Musk. "Mm, Either Give money and help people who need it or build the fucking space hotel. Uh, Fuck those people. I'm going to build a space hotel for 2020. All I'm saying is that that's one hell of a jet lag. Bro, I think that that... (laughs) I feel like that sounds like the scariest, also most boring fucking vacation that I can imagine. But you're still going to find like that massive group of people that want to do it. Of course. Of course there's a market for that shit. They're gonna be like, I want to be the first to be in that in that station. Think about how whack that'll be. You in space and you can't get lit in space because if you get a hangover, oh my god, that'll be the worst. You imagine throwing you, up you, and you your you vomits going everywhere in space. Ew, that's it's no gravity. I'm not with that shit. <laughs> I like I like uh, gravity, man. I think the vacations that I have, I <laughs> you want to be gravity. I prefer the ocean things. Imagine if you sneak drugs into this hotel, right? I don't think you can smoke weed in space. Smoke. I don't know. I don't know if you want to smuggle anything when you don't have no gravity. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be hard to get get it out of there. Yo, um, I'm surprised that no one in space, Molly in space. I'm surprised why I brought up uh, Kanye. Did y'all see that picture of Kanye? No. No. He's like a without a beard. No, does he I, look okay? I'm gonna be honest. Oh, he doesn't like, look okay. Did he Is his ever... jawline all right? Um, I don't know. You know, you know. I honestly have given up on Kanye. He's just somebody who has mental issues that he needs to deal with. I mean, he does. All right, now going back to the space thing. Is it Kanye? That's uh. I don't know. No. So Kanye has something to do with it. 
No, he probably will be one of the first people up there, though. Crazy. He'll set up, sure he'll, he'll, he'll set up the first church up there. Or a little Uzi. Sunday service in space. In space. Oh, he's being sued by the people that did Sunday service, by the way. Yeah, he owes apparently like this was a on the menu, by the money. way. On the me- the menu with uh, M dot and Jayla, by the way. It's one of the yeah. uh, one of the topics they covered. But I, I found it interesting. Jayla, did y'all talk about Harry and uh Megan uh, Markle? We have actually are revamping the apps and everything, so we've been off air. Oh, gotcha. Oh, but you haven't. So that's something you got tucked though. Oh, absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna give you my point real quick on Megan and uh, who's the prince again? Um, Harry. Is Harry right? Harry. Okay. Yeah, it's Harry. I don't give a shit. I've never gave a shit about royals. Honestly, Yo, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> they don't have any power. They don't rule anything. I don't see what the point is of having a royal family. I mean, they're essentially the Kardashians of the UK. Right? Yes, and. I used to watch Suits. That show was fire, but my the character I hated the worst was Meghan Markle. So I don't. I feel like I don't Meghan Markle. I just don't care. What, no. Like my shit was that I. The only reason that I brought it up is because, again, this shit that I just find like really comical, like hilarious, and it's like somebody telling me like a friend of mine was like, "Yo, did you hear the shit that they had to say about the royal family?" And I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "Oh, they're racist." I mean. That, and I'm oh like, my I, god, I'd be surprised was, here. I, I thought that like, was a given. I did not need Meghan Markle to go to London to know that the fucking royal family is racist, bro. Like, I, I feel like generationally, that's pretty obvious. You mean an aristocrat that has never had to worry about <laughs> anything is racist? <laughs> not only that, that they've never, that do, do not have any white, I mean, um, any, any other than white in, like, in the family people. Like, the, I feel like the royal family, they only the, marry with yeah. the- and their classes. Look what they did to Princess Diana. Aristocrat. Yeah, I was about to say. Never accepted her. If they're classes, come on. Racist? That's nothing to them. Every is All of it. Every Plus, this All is my point, right? I was having this conversation with my wife earlier, right? She, she was talking about the interview that she saw. And I was like, you know that if uh, one of the, let's say whatever, Prince William or whatever, he was driving in London. And he got stopped and they found coke in his car. The cops could arrest him and put him in jail. And there's nothing he could do about it. They're not going to let him walk free. or anything. He got no power. He's a regular yeah. British citizen. Except that he has a title. I think, bro, I, I think there's things that have been happening this like year that, that lead me to believe that we are like in an alternate reality, right? Like, because <laughs> like the idea that, like the fact that this is a real thing that, one of the people from the royal family came to the U.S. and did an interview with Oprah. Oprah. While they were hot, while they were laying low from the royal family at Tyler Perry's estate in Atlanta, that shit is hilarious to me. Bro. <laughs> like, but I like, give it Tyler to Perry Prince Harry though. Them security. Prince Harry's always been a real G. So like. He's like his mother. I always liked his mother. I mean, a G in what's I, I guess. In the, he keeps it a hundred. Let's be real. He's he's putting a lot of on the line for Yo, his he, family and their bloodline. Not, like not just for the family. I just feel like he he does a lot of like, um, as far as like reaching out. He does a lot of like community he, events. He does. He raises a lot of awareness he, he invokes, to different. 
he involves he's a big time philanthropist. He wants yeah. to be a difference, and they won't yeah. let him. He took that from his his mom, and he's Absolutely. been involved in a lot of shit. Like the dude went to the army, and the royal family was like, "Oh, we don't want you there." Wasn't and then they, him that dressed up as a Nazi one year? <laughs> what? Probably. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, it wasn't Harry though. Harry's what? the young one, I think. Yeah, he's the young one out of the. Yeah, two. he's the younger one. So I'll give him his props for that, you know. And then he was like, yo, I don't want to live in the UK. I got a shorty. I want to go back to the US. You know, I'm not with your whole royal thing. So it's okay. But the the Kardashians, that's the perfect. That's what I was trying. I was trying to find something to compare them to, Craze. And that's exactly how I feel. I mean, I think is they don't really contribute. I feel like Harry, I, I get what you're saying. And I, I'm not going to say nothing negative because you just said a, couple, a lot of good things that he's doing. But I just also feel like, like the dude builds schools for underprivileged like countries and shit. He should. He his family. He but he look crazy. One thing is that you should be doing things. Another is that you actually do them. A lot of people should be doing. First of all, Jeff, Jeff Bezos makes I forgot how much it was a and second, bro. Sucks. And he don't he don't do anything. He don't that's do anything. Jeff Bezos could have been like you know what. First of all, Jeff Bezos got richer during coronavirus than any, anything else. He could have that I took one bill and like gave it to the government, like, yo, here, distribute that to I'm, not, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not I'm not gonna complain about Jeff Bezos. And the only reason why I, I think that he's you want to get your Amazon Prime on time. I'm just saying that we all, <laughs> we make him happen. Make it happen. We oh. make it happen for him. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like I can't really talk shit because I I just was watching some shit on Amazon and I just ordered some shit from Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like unless I'm ready to really be like, yo, nah, I'm going to go. Yeah, nah, I'm me. not going to use this anymore. Jeff yeah. Bezos. So you ain't going to cancel Amazon Prime? No? My point is that I couldn't even if I wanted. I don't know. You know what I'm it's saying? A, it's a necessity. Yeah, bro, they're listening. They're listening. We made it. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Just... Alexa, shut off, <laughs> off Craze's internet. Wait, wait, what, what, what did Justin say? I didn't hear. Justin said, "Yo, yo, yo, they're listening." No, I'm man. saying they're listening, man. Oh they're yeah, listening. yeah. From your phone through the computer, all of it. Yeah. yeah, say something that you want now, and then go get on your Instagram later on. You're gonna see an ad for it. That's why Craze don't wanna say anything. <laughs> That's what I said. We can't say nothing. But Anyways. I like we support it. We support it with our money, so we can't really say shit. Um, <clears throat> whatever we say makes no sense because we still support it, is what I'm trying to say. So Amazon's a great segue to our next subject. Um, when I was... It came out when I was two, I think, or one, but I saw it in the 90s. Coming to America is probably... If you ask 15 people, 13 of them will say it's in their top 10 favorite movies of all time. The original. Classic. Classic. This March 5th, last Friday, Eddie released Coming to America, obviously part two of Coming to America. Rick, now, before, before we get into the conversations, it's a sequel that's coming out. People hate sequels. That's one. Yep. Two, the original movie didn't need a sequel. It's a classic. It, it's perfect. It, it transcended. It transcended its time. You can watch it any year, and you'll still find it funny. And three, yeah. it's a movie that's being filmed thirty-two years too late, in the opinion. So people what going to see this movie already have those three things in their mind, right? All right, now tell me what was your. Take? I saw it. I liked it. 
How many Oscars do you think that Eddie should have got? No, no Oscar <laughs> nominations, none of that. I just thought it was a funny movie that you could watch. Like, if you're at home during quarantine, it's a movie you could put on. No, you need to say the phrase that you said. I, oh, oh, the phrase, yes, but I wasn't going to get to that. So, Big Lou. I, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. Shout out to Big Lou. Shout out to Big Lou. So, so the, the, said, we have a group text, and I said. You wanted to fight him. Tell him. Tell I him didn't want to fight Lou. Uh, so, we have a group text, and I said, yo, the movie's good. And then Lou chimed in, and he said his, his well, he said what he thought about it. He said it's um, Yeah, he, he didn't like it. So I said, yo, you can't say that because Eddie Eddie elevates black cinema. That that was one of one of the quotes I said. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. All right. That was one of the quotes I said. And I also said, you gotta remember, before there was a Black Panther, the movie that came out, mm-hmm. there was a Coming to America, the first Coming to America movie. And mm-hmm. in my point in saying that was Coming to America, as I recall, is the first time you saw black culture in the front as the main the main part of the movie and you saw them as royalty right and it was like in mainstream it wasn't it wasn't something that was just popular within black culture it was a world phenomenon so that's why i said eddie elevates black cinema plus every single eddie murphy film he goes out and he gets fellow comedians that aren't getting love or shine and he puts them on he did it with dave he did it with dave chappelle um you're standing by the statement that he Richard Pryor Richard Pryor when it was his time because I I, the the way black comedians go there's one that stands above the rest and he is the god and then he passes the baton it when it was Eddie's time which was for a really long time Mm -hmm. he did his job of putting all those other guys underneath him on and after Eddie left there was Martin there was uh, Dave Chappelle. There was Chris Rock. My was... success is um is thanks to Ron Simmons. Yeah, but Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons. I mean Russell Simmons. My bad. Yes, but what I'm saying is all those other comedians that were underneath Eddie. Eddie didn't shun them or like play them. He yeah, did nah. the opposite of what other ones do, and he elevated all of them. So I that's why I said what you, maybe what you wanted to say was that he up, uplifts other black comedians. Yes, and yeah. I, I, the movie. If this, if you haven't, if you haven't seen the movie, it's gonna get spoiled for you guys. That he elevates the cinema. I think is why not? Why well, can he? Why does? Why do you feel he did that? You don't think the movie, like a Nutty Professor, or any of the other stuff that he's done, was Dolo Mine, like, trading places, the distinguished like, gentleman. You don't think that he Beverly he Hills broke barriers in order to help? To what black cinema could be now, I, I think I'm sorry, but I think you're wrong. I would I would not say he broke back. I think he made some good dope movies. I would not say. I as much as love as I love Eddie, I couldn't give him the credit for that. I could I mentioned in the yeah, chat when we were when we were on. Uh, I said elevated Lou, black cinema. When, put it when, into yeah, when yeah, Lou yeah, went mainstream. in on you guys. Mainstream. I would say a guy like Robert Townsend did that. Yeah, hell yeah. He, he really like almost every part of every film that he did, even if it was a kids movie, Yo, had to do I, with uplifting I, the black culture. John, I think John Singleton elevated black cinema, but he's a he's a director though. He's a director. I'm talking I'm talking about from a comedian, a, strictly Robert Townsend. Also is a comedian. Also, Robert is an Townsend actor. is a comedian. Yes, but I guarantee you this: there's not one film Robert Townsend did that made as much money as Eddie did. Well. 
to be honest, Ron, Robert Townsend to begin his career had to himself because uh, he was going around trying to get like this thing where he was putting social awareness about how black actors, how Hispanic actors, how Indian actors, how what if you were yet colored, how you were being treated in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And nobody would buy into that. And he had to go and fund himself. So yeah. for the most part, he has to do it. He's always been doing it himself. That's why he's never made the Eddie Murphy money, because Eddie Murphy's always been backed. Agreed. I'll give you like the Wayne's brothers, right? I feel like they kind of follow the similar formula where they, they didn't really get movies uh, for them. So they kind of went and did it th- themselves. They went and got the money themselves. All of Eddie's movies he wrote. It's not like yes, there was I'm financial not taking away from Eddie. There was financial backing, but those are his films, you know. I'm not and even like, we could take I'll give you I guess what I was saying is that I don't I the statement that you said maybe now Lou brought up um uh Judas and the Black Messiah, right? Oh. Which is oh. I have not seen it yet because I want to see the movie like really watch the movie and not yeah, so, me too. So, from everything I hear, is a dope movie with okay. a message. I get it. I get it. But if the coming to America does not have a message like Judas and the Black Messiah, I don't think No, because one of the arguments that was made in the text was. Uh, it was a missed. I think it, I don't think it was Lou. It might have been Dorian. That there was a missed opportunity to deliver something. A that was still Lou. That, that was still that was still Lou. Was it Lou? So you yeah, know. that was still Lou. Yo, I, I think, think Lou got caught up with making a cut this comedy movie more of a kind of like you said, Black Messiah, or like, 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 like or like this. I'm like, we're not watching a Spike Lee movie, man. Just yeah. watching a, a, a feel good movie. That's a good point. That, like the, the the what the takeaway from the movie was that it's a fucking part two to coming to America. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to necessarily uh, deliver something so deep. Now let's talk yeah. about the movie itself. Now, if you have not watched the movie, this is the part of the episode where you can log off and watch it later. Um, let's start with uh, cousin Gene, and then me and Crazy will, will tune in after this. So, cousin Gene. He saw Coming to America. When you saw it, Saturday or Sunday? I think it was Sunday. I saw it Friday. Friday. And what did you think about it? Uh, my immediate reaction. Uh, from the beginning, I already had a, medio- like a mediocre expectation to it. Mm-hmm. I started watching it. The opening was really nice. I enjoyed uh, the cameos. It was cute. But almost immediately, I started to feel like it was kind of goofy. The movie was a little too goofy. Okay. Compared to the first movie, um, they paid way too much homage to the the original one. There was too much. I mean, you kind of have to though. The there was too much, classic, though, too much regurgitation of the same old jokes okay, and just trying to just trying to remake them again. Um, the story was kind of a little bit everywhere. Like direction of the of his pay, its pacing was kind of off. Like the original movie had a really good pacing, and mm-hmm. it's not the original. The current pacing was kind of like rush, 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 rush. I was going to say, did it feel a little rushed? Yeah, I, it was I a think, rush. you know, uh, there was a little bit of bad acting, too, in it that took away from me. Um, I, I could agree with the rush thing. I agree with. The, uh, I think they I, crossed the line and paying homage and just regurgitating the jokes. A few things I did notice because I did watch the film a little, a little bit of the film again 
uh, this morning uh, that I did see, which I did have a lot of respect for, was that he took some of the misogynistic from the original film and he kind of tried to remove it and made a play on it. For yeah. example, the, the the bathers in the original movie, the bathers were actually nude on those beads. The yeah. the bathers. That's the the. I'm just saying what the the role was because there's male and female bathers. Yes, so, but you don't in the original. You only see women, like you see. You only see the you only see the women bathers. Yeah, and they were fully naked. In the in the current one, you see them. They're actually wearing a bra, like a bra covering. A, a it was like a skin bra. Uh, skin color type bra. thing. On the and head. they don't actually go ahead and reenact that scene. What they do is they flip it. They have Leslie Le- Jones. Leslie Jones, and it's a guy coming out full naked. By the way, that guy screwed up. They're all supposed. All the royal subjects say "Madame" and that he goes, "Ma'am." He just says straight up, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" Somebody wasn't reading his his part right. So, what was the part that you hated the most of the movie? And the part I the best? that the part that I hated the most, honestly, is the part that a lot of people loved. I was not a big fan of the the, the second barbershop scene. I was not a fan of when he was in America. Oh, but I think I, the one part I hated the most when he first encounters his bastard son. Okay. He's dressed, he goes and he does his stereotypical tourist thing and is exactly the same thing that he wore in the original film, <laughs> which made no sense because in the beginning of the film, he says his daughters are putting him into current times. So he must have been aware that that's not what they wear. Yeah, but if that mess jacket wouldn't have shown up in the movie... It had been. They had to bring that back. So I guess you could have what... found another way to pop pop on the Met jacket, or maybe like. Uh, but I gotta say, the best part of the movie, and a lot of people might not agree with me, is the entrance of um, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, and they have Michael Blackson introduce <laughs> them, and he comes in. That whole part was so well made and so perfectly done, from Michael Blackson's part all the way to. Wesley Snipes part to the part where he brings in his sister. I think it was all done really well. It was cute. It was cheeky. And it was very, very funny. Jayla got a fan in the chat, by the way. I'm sorry. Macho 2.0 says, Yes, I'm a mommy que está ahí. Damn. I'm hey, 90 Day fun. starts Hi. now. Macho? It starts Today's now. 90 so, Day start Macho, day, yeah. I might have to ask Macho if he's Dominican. If Damn, he, Macho. If he's nah, Macho I can't stand you. Macho's Puerto Rican, <laughs> I didn't, you know, one of the parts I didn't like of the movie and I expected more and I didn't get it um, was Ro Timmy's part in it. Uh, he plays Andre in Power when yeah. he plays the son. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I expected more you, from him. You but I, Cause but I didn't, I just, but I just didn't like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I expected something different. I didn't like where they put him. All right. So, you know what he is? He is the chick that. He is the equivalent of the chick that barks on one leg. Oh, 100 percent That's that's what they were trying to do with him. Well, I think I think that um I, I agree with Jayla. I, when I saw him pop up, I thought he was gonna have a bigger role. It was role. funny though. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought he was gonna have like a bigger role. I, I would he might have been a good pick for the sun. I, I don't know. I think that it, it was cool. Actually, yeah, that would have been that would have been good. Yeah. But I would have loved to see him as the son. I think he right. would have done phenomenal. He did a good job. I think that my shit with, with the movie was I didn't think about it that way, but Gene's right. It's like the pacing of it. It was kind of, it felt like they were really just trying to uh, check the boxes, you know, like they were going to try to like, okay. I put this, I put that, I put this, I put that, I put that. I gave him all this, I gave him that. 
Yeah, I feel like if they would have did less references to like the original movie and really worked out the the how it could have been because I feel like the original movie what was good about it was that the pacing was really good and you kind of saw the progression of him kind of like him and Lisa. I you know, I feel like it's a classic movie. It was a good It was yeah. the original one is uh it was a mixture between comedy and a drama movie. And a drama, and the, yeah. And the current one was just straight up a goofy. It almost felt like a kids movie. That's, that's 100% on the mark. And I just think that the plot, bro, to be honest, where I think that they went wrong was it should have been, they should have spun it a, the other way. You know, they should have yeah. had like, a review. I 100% agree with you. Where he, wasn't the, where he wasn't actually his son. And like that, they, they would have, I would have rather liked the love story between um, his daughter, the king's daughter. The and, eldest daughter, yeah. yeah and, and the guy. And, as like her kind of getting him to fall in love with, um, I was gonna say Wakanda. Uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> I mean, he Gene brought her up earlier. He got his hairstyle just like. Uh, I mean, I felt. Killmonger. I'm not gonna say. Killmonger. And then they dressed him like Chadwick, so I think it was a kind of like a. I think it was a homage. It. it was yeah. like a, a like homage to it. I think okay. it was Overall, I feel like it was okay. I, I, it meant I was gonna, I would say that was it know, trash though, Chris? You know when they have those boxes, right? Where like uh, how many Rotten Tomatoes? You ever took the the those uh, quizzes where there's like you know strongly agree, uh, agree? Yes. Neutral. I feel like that shit like met expectations, right? Okay. Like, it, it, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was like what did I expect them to do with a sequel for Coming to America? Yes, that meant, and it had a couple funny jokes in it. I feel like it, there was a couple things that didn't make me. Um, I did say my favorite. Laugh. I'm trying to think. There was a, there was a couple things that I was like, yo, they they got me with that one. All right, guys, uh, I gotta head out though because I have something. Because she's ninety day. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a great movie. It, 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 yeah, I already said what I didn't Bye, like. Guys, the Bye, acting. Bye, cousin Jean. Bye. Please that, pick out some good candidates for me, y'all. Like, cut me some flags. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Cool. So, All right. To wrap up this and the episode, uh, I didn't like the acting. There were certain, I felt like they did one take and they just settled for that take instead of actually yeah. taking the time to do it. It was rushed. I did, did like... Did in quarantine? During quarantine? Yes. They did. That's why, though. You know, I think that may have... You know, what, uh, you know what? What it did, uh, very similar to it, was the Bill and Ted was very similar to that. Oh, oh yes. Very similar to it. I felt the exact same way afterwards. Like, okay, it gives me another piece of the story. It wasn't great, but this is what I expected. Well, at least um at least Eddie Murphy didn't alienate you like uh they did. I felt so alienated watching the movie. It's like, oh yeah, cool. No, I thought I thought Eddie did a decent job. I think that the storyline that we were talking about earlier where through the middle of the movie, he discovers that that's not actually his son. And then the guy falls in love with the daughter. And then he has to uh, remember that, you know, it's kind of like him and Lisa. Lisa wasn't the one. It would have been a way better story. I did. I do have to say, I did wish uh, RC had a few more jokes in the movie, like as Semi, not as his extra character, but as Semi. Well, I, I think Arsenio knocked it out of the park. Eddie did a decent job. I think Arsenio did a better job than Eddie this time around. Um, Tracy Morgan, Leslie Jones, I thought was funny. Uh, Morgan Freeman was really funny in the movie. And Sexual Chocolate was a letdown for me. I thought that was going to be better for some reason. 
don't know. As and you could another thing that was said in history, you can actually see it all the time. All of them you kind of saw see it coming. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this time they're gonna show. This is when they're gonna show this person. This is when this person's gonna pop up. This is when yeah. this person's gonna pop. And they should have had sexual chocolate in the beginning of the movie, not not the end. But that's it. That would have been better. They popped up in the funeral. Yeah, that would have been better. So next week. We have a surprise special guest coming on. Craig's got the hookah finally going now. Again, Jayla's 90-day journey. If you have a Dominican friend, relative, tío, abuelo, you know, padrastro that you want to introduce Jayla to. That's a crush on Jayla. That's a crush on Jayla. Lives in DR. Forward the information. The Show at gmail.com. The Rick A Show at gmail.com or you can uh, resume C V or yeah. or uh social Hesh, headshots. Some headshots. Where he's from. Is it a campo? Is it the city? You know. If he has a cedula, we would appreciate the cedula. Appreciate that as well. You know, real and fake age. Uh both. We, we would like both. We accept both. We accept both, you know. Um and you know, not just DR, you know, I think we we'll extend it to the whole Caribbean. I mean, yeah, you know. All right. I love it that we could go to DR because I feel like, and I still think Chang, we just got to get Chang a tan. I think Jayla needs a little <laughs> color. Cousin Gene, thank you for coming on the podcast again. Thank you for having me. We'll see you all next week on Tuesday. Oh, who do we have next week? Who do we have? You didn't say anything. Surprise guests. Oh. Surprises. Episode 100 is April 6th. Get ready for that. Let's go. So, Live from Punta Cana. Let's go. I wish. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week at 8 o'clock on Tuesday.